0: I'm Veronica. And we are here to talk to you about winter solstice. Solstice. Yes, it's my favorite. Solstice. It's one of my favorites. I like all the holidays. Yeah, it's, it's just a special one. It is. It's a reflective time. It is. It's quieter. Much quieter. And I don't know. It always makes me turn inward. And then I feel that kind of vibration of the earth turning mm-hmm. inward at the same time. It's just... and the lights you know you're in the dark and then the light is coming back we're like welcome back sun yeah it's got both
1: sides i mean that's the thing it's not an equinox which is like the equal parts of day and light it's like but it does still feel like it has that two-sided coin to it of like being the darkest night Mm -hmm. and then you know the next day there's a little bit more light every single day i know
0: that special. (laughs) It is really special. It's, it is this really kind of poignant moment in the year of, of reflection around being in the darkness and then being able to welcome back that light, whatever that looks like for you. Uh, And, you know, you can apply that to just your own cycles of um, process and change that you go through throughout the year. And when we move into hardship, and then that time is past, And I feel like the solstice represents all of that.
1: There's, yeah, there definitely is this feeling of hope. Like you get this, this glimmer of hope in the darkness that like the light is coming back. And then, I mean, the lead to the, what, not really, I mean, it's not the witch's new year, but is the calendar new year mm-hmm. coming up?
0: Yeah. It's a time of renewal. Yeah. Yep. Renewal. That's a really good word.
1: <laughs>
0: that is what it feels like. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, I know Veronica and I were talking a little bit before this, well, actually Veronica was telling me some stuff, so I wondered if you might like to share, uh, some of what you were just reading about as far as origins of the solstice. Um,
1: well, I was just a little bit about, um, that it's also called midwinter. Um, whereas although now we mark it as the beginning of winter, Mm -hmm. um, when our lives were dictated by the seasons. You know, right now, not as much. Right. <laughs> we have electrical lights. We have electrical heaters. We have access to food at the grocery
0: store exactly. all year round. Exactly. You
1: can get bananas, you know, in January. Right. <laughs> um, But, you know, this was a time that they marked that, like, okay, like, it's it's going to, it's, you know, we've had some cold. It's about to get colder. Mm-hmm. But we've made it halfway through. Mm -hmm. and this is also a time so this is like one of the last this is the last feast festival of the year Uh uh-huh so this is like a big celebration of like okay uh like now we slaughter the animals because we can't feed them through the winter Mm -hmm. to feed our bodies and our families it's going to get cold we don't want to starve you know the last of the fermented beers and wines are made now and so everybody gets together to celebrate that and to take them through the darkness of the cold.
0: Well, and I remember reading something at some point that it was also the time that people gathered. And the reason you gathered was because you were checking on your neighbors. Mm, Like it's cold. People are running out of stores. You know, the things that you harvested at your last harvest back in October, some of those things might be depending on your harvest might be gone, Mm -hmm. you know? So what are you sustaining yourself with yeah and the idea of coming together and celebrating the returning of the light is also this idea of coming together and checking on you know the people in your community um and bringing them closer and and nourishing and nurturing each other into that time that makes
1: perfect sense i mean we were just talking (laughs) (laughs) we were just (laughs) talking last week about gift giving so you know i'm you know, this would be the time you would probably gift food to people if they needed it or help if they needed it. Right. You know, like, um, like we give gifts um, and this is just coming from, you know, a a need. Like, Mm -hmm. what do you, what do you need? You know, right now, maybe we're giving gifts just to show love and affection as opposed to like giving your neighbor, I don't know, maybe you're giving your neighbor flour or toilet paper or whatever. they. (laughs) during during a pandemic i right. don't know
0: <laughs> well i think this is that's another really important piece is like in modern day in the now that we are existing in this idea of um of checking on people mm-hmm. and making sure people have what they need takes on a whole new meaning it right does. it it might echo in a in a different way but echo kind of the original idea of mm-hmm. of coming together with your neighbors and we're not going to come together in the way that we might have you know, a hundred years ago (laughs) or more, but um, we are going to, or you might want to consider reaching out and checking on people Mm -hmm. and seeing if they have what they need and how, how are they doing? And during this darker time, even though we're about to celebrate the return of the light during this darker time, it can be a a quote, dark time, Mm -hmm. you know, in a different way for folks, especially if they're affected by like seasonal affective disorder, Um, or just the isolation of this year is getting to them. So how are you, how can you bring a little bit of light for other people, you know, or how can people bring light for you? Maybe you're one of those people that needs a little extra oomph right now. Yep. Um, anyway, I'm getting on a tangent around like
1: (laughs) mental health needs. No, but this is, (laughs) this is the thing. I mean, that's your background, but you know what I'm saying? Like... (laughs) Like this is, this is, this is this time of year. Uh, Like we talk about celebrations and community and coming Mm -hmm. together and like this, this is how we support each other at this time of year, you know, and it, it does reflect the way it used to be. There is, there is a basis in that as well, you know, like it does look different, but it is the same thing at the same time, you know?
0: Right. Um, Just a sidebar, if anyone can hear my dog barking, uh, Veronica (laughs) and I are are doing that backyard podcasting thing. So uh, we are kind of at the mercy of our surroundings. And my dog is one of those Birds and dogs. (laughs) Yes. All the things. Possibly a plane or a siren, you know. Anyway, the modern world is leaking in to our podcast. (laughs) We're not in a bubble. No. (laughs) Nope. But going back to Solstice. Yeah. So, you know, we talk about it as being this, uh, this launching point for moving into the winter. And Veronica mm-hmm. gave you kind of some of the agricultural um, survival aspects of it. And, you know, the other thing is celebrating this light.
1: Mm-hmm. And I, and I
0: love the idea of tapping into light, not just that it's returning, but, you know, even though the light's returning, we still have some dark months ahead yep. and cold months. Yep. So what is the light? What is the light that you want to nourish? What is the light that you want to carry inside of you? What is the light you want to share with other people? Hmm. Um, that's what I like to think about when I'm planning a solstice celebration.
1: Nice. And I think there, are uh, uh, like in a, a usual uh, a solstice ritual, there would be a, a candle would be a big source of that. Mm-hmm. Like you would use that as a symbol of the light. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. what are some ways that we celebrate solstice, Emily? <laughs>
0: Well, you know, I can talk about what we do. You know how when you work with a group of people, you tend to come up with traditions. You probably Mm -hmm. have traditions within your family or your friendship community around how you celebrate the holiday season. And uh, in our circle, we have been for many years doing a spiral walk where we create a spiral either out of candles or um, we've done it out of pine boughs. uh, And then we've also done it out of uh, rope lights. Oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah, which works much better in the rain. Uh, If you're (laughs) celebrating outside in the rain, rope lights definitely are more effective than candles. Uh (laughs) 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 But the way we do it is each person takes a turn walking into the center with their unlit candle. And at the center, there's a lit candle that you light your candle from. And then you set it um, within that spiral on your way out. And it's really this symbol of like, of of that exact thing that i was saying like Mm -hmm. what are you what is the light you are awakening what is the light you're going to carry how are you sharing that um and and so that's what we do and usually we're singing Mm -hmm. um we've changed the song off and on through the years it's uh actually so just there is a i went to a ritual let me back up i went to a public ritual years ago For winter solstice and the action that was done at that ritual was the idea of breaking something and putting it back together and that even in its imperfection it still is beautiful right and i think there's a japanese tradition of doing that and lining the broken bits with gold do you know about this i've never heard that i meant to look it up before now because there's a name for it but Mm. i can't remember what it is but it's about like um identifying and honoring the flaws and the cracks and things. Mm. And so that was sort of the uh, That's the song. Right. So that was the intention of this ritual was the, it's a giant public ritual. There's like a couple hundred people there and the people who are putting it on at the beginning uh, before we move into the trance and the singing, they break this piece of pottery. And I think oh, it was like cool. some type of vessel. I don't think they planned for how long it was going to take to put back together. <laughs> the idea was brilliant (laughs) the execution Uh was lengthy yeah um because it's a lot to try to piece back it was a if i remember correctly it was a rather large vessel um and there were a lot of pieces but they had taken a leonard cohen song and uh used the lyrics from that and kind of morphed them a section of them to be this chant and it was uh there is no perfect offering ring the bells that still can ring there is a crack in everything, and that's how the light gets in. I love that. I know, I love it too. Makes so, me sing it. <laughs> would you like to sing it? Sure, let's sing it. I wonder, I don't know how that's going to translate. But, um, but, I don't know. But if you guys want to just bear with us for a minute, we'll do a little um, mask backyard <laughs> singing for you into our microphones that may or may not blend.
1: We'll take a minute. It'll just be a minute. Here we go. Let's try it. There is no perfect
0: offering. Ring the bells that still can ring. There is a crack in everything. That's how the light gets in. That's how the light gets in. Yeah. Oh, I just singing so
1: much. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much we did that for ourselves, but I hope you enjoyed yeah. it. Thanks,
0: thanks for hanging out while we, um, <laughs> we enjoyed our, our moment of song. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we usually sing that song because mm-hmm. we, we took that from that ritual that I went to and, have used it during our spiral walk but we've tried other songs too and there are a lot of different songs you can sing Mm -hmm. um spiraling
1: into the center the center of
0: our souls yeah so um the thing to remember about singing is that the idea is to raise energy Mm -hmm. right so you usually are holding an intention and you're using that that song that vibration of the song the trance that ensues when you sing the same thing over and over again to raise that energy to fuel your intention that you then release Mm -hmm. um and so as we walk a spiral in our group um we're holding that space for each person to find their light to light their light to offer their light uh and that's really the intention that we're holding as we welcome the light back so it feels really powerful it does feel really powerful yeah And the person who's walking is usually silent, Mm -hmm. is is usually silent as they walk in and then sometimes singing as they walk back out. Mm -hmm. But that's, uh, it's powerful to be held in song. Yep. For sure. And feeling the energy of that song with the light and
1: you're like, okay, you know what? I'm not perfect. Like there is light and dark inside myself, you know, and like honoring that part of yourself Mm -hmm. um, and how that's reflected
0: right now in the season, you know? Right. And in the world at large, right now, you yeah. know, with with the pandemic and everything else, uh, really, really thinking about, um, you know, where where are the cracks and how does the light get in? So uh, there are a lot of cracks. <laughs> <laughs> Please, light, come in. Right, welcome, you light, come back, come back. <laughs> So, if I remember correctly, the whole um, the whole tradition of Christmas trees is actually a solstice tradition. Is this, am I remembering this right, V? Yeah, that is, that's what I remember at the Yule tree. So, that you know, there's,
1: there's the Yule Tide season. And right. so, in the Nordic tradition, I'm pretty sure, I'm trying to remember if it's, I, I think it's like 14 days.
0: It's uh, 12. 12 days? The 12, that's where the 12, days, where of the 12 days of Christmas came from. from. And Thank it you. starts from the solstice and it goes the next 12 days. Thank you. That's Yule.
1: <laughs> so there's the Yuletide season. So the, the Yule tree. Mm-hmm. So there is that, that's where that came from. Um. So there's a lot of wonderful uh, pagan symbolism that happens that has, you know, that, that, um, now been brought into the Christmas
0: season, right? Well, and I, I think, uh, well, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go down that path. (laughs) You don't have to. No, I was, I was going to go on a whole, yeah, 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 tangent, but uh, we'll we'll not do that. Uh, Instead, we'll just talk more about solstice. So, um, some of the other ways you might celebrate solstice are doing something like I think last week in a podcast I mentioned um, a group. Of my neighbor, my neighbor had would host these solstice parties, mm-hmm. and everybody would sit in a circle and they would tell stories and share honey as a symbol of the returning light. Um, this is a beautiful time for storytelling. Storytelling around the fire. Oh, yeah. Devil. So I remember going to a solstice gathering um in my early 20s, which I actually didn't even know I was going to a solstice gathering. One of my friends was like, <laughs> Hey, want to hang out? I'm like, Yeah. Was a guy I was totally crushing on. So it's was like, yeah, I want to hang out. So we went, <laughs> I went to his house and then he was like, oh, let's stop by my neighbor. They're having, my neighbors are having a potluck. And I went there and they were fully having this solstice party mm. and it was all focused around storytelling. Cool. And I remember showing up and, you know, they like smudged us as we came in and I, like, <laughs> like did this whole smoke clearing thing with Sage. And I was like, oh, wow, this is new. Um Cause I wasn't super indoctrinated into this realm yet (laughs) (laughs) my education was was minor um and we sat in a circle everybody had brought foods was a potluck and we sat in a circle and everybody shared a story or a song or a poem and it was lovely nice and it's this idea of what do you do in the darkness Mm -hmm. you know if you go back 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 before we could entertain ourselves with netflix and the radio even Yep. what did you do you sang songs you told stories mm-hmm. you know you you did things together um so this is a, that's another way you can celebrate is through storytelling nice i actually just got invited to do um a storytelling a a, a story to tell us let me try again i got invited <laughs> to tell a story for the witches inn um which is run by my friend Karina Osborne and she's doing 12 days of Christmas and she's for 12 days of Yule and she's having, <laughs> yeah, I'm doing good here guys. Thanks for bearing with me.
1: Uh, <laughs> well, some of us, you know, we, 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 we have the Christmas and
0: we have the Yule at the same time. Like we mix it. Together. Yeah, it, Mine is definitely yeah. mixed. Yeah. Um, But she's doing this thing where she's having a guest come on each day to tell a story oh, cool. about, in the form of a fable or um or fairy tale folklore about themselves and how they have moved through this year like what has carried them through this year so it's almost like the hero's journey but it's about you and it's very creative so creative right (laughs) i was like oh my gosh
1: makes me wanna i wonder like what my story would be like Uh, right so i'm gonna sit down with some tarot cards and figure
0: that one out oh cool that's a great idea i was like oh i can i can anyway I'm getting off track here, guys, but the point is solstice is a great time for telling a story, yeah,
1: it is mm-hmm. you know, around the fire, and everyone uh, man, some people have had the gift of storytelling oh they do, yeah, my aunt used to have it like she would do the voices and the like like it was like
0: serious it's, it's an art form, <laughs> yeah it, it really is. truly is, yeah, it's a gift, uh, so yeah, storytelling um feasting yep i think about oranges as being a really beautiful symbol this time of year Mm -hmm. for the sun returning um i remember my grandmother used to tell this story about her her brother or her what was it her dad would come he would go and get oranges and give them to the kids on christmas eve at the church and it was like kind of this big deal, like uh-huh. to get these oranges. You know, they lived in Utah and the high desert kind of area. And uh, having oranges was this very, very special treat. Uh-huh. So I think about that, you know, in in retrospect. And, and how often you see citrus this time of year, because it is the season for citrus. But how that really symbolizes this kind of bright, sunshiny feeling. That is so interesting. I never
1: looked at it that way. And it is. Yeah. That's what it is. Like we yeah. always got a little orange at the at the toe of our stocking. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: We did yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you know, one of the cool things you could do uh is to cut oranges into slices I and did, dry that. Them. did you done dry
1: them? I've i've made like a sun um like a um a mobile with a friend of mine when our kids were little. Oh fun. Um it Yeah. So we would, we, we cut the, the, um, oranges very thin and, um, yeah, hung them up in like a mobile and they dried in the sun and they smell good and look beautiful. And it was super fun. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. That's another like kind of crafty thing you can do. Totally. Well, I was actually thinking about drying them in the oven. I've seen how you can do that. And then, um, threading them into a garland that you put on your tree. Oh, cool. And you can intersperse it with like cranberries or whatever. For a little bit of brightness (laughs) (laughs) so yeah welcoming back the sun so how do you welcome back the sun how do you welcome back the light Mm -hmm. Um, another tradition that we have that actually might be a little more accessible than gathering and storytelling although this year zoom is our friend right so you can totally gather with your friends and family and tell stories that way you can also co-create poetry oh yeah so one of the traditions we have in our group is that um Somebody will write down two lines, one light, one dark, and then fold over the top line. And the next person goes off of the line they can see and does one line dark, one line light, and just keep fluctuating through mm-hmm. as it goes around. And then at the end, you have this poem. You could totally do this via email. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you would have to see all the lines, but you can still do it. Yep. And it would be a really fun thing to do, even with a family, you know, to bring together different pieces for everybody bring a light bring a dark line and then co-create
1: a poem and you know what i love about that being in a group of women for so long it's just like in a family that you know someone for so long that you could almost like go back to the poem and know who wrote which line (laughs) because people have certain language and the Uh way that they are like or even how they express themselves yeah. You know, of the like the light and the dark. I'm
0: like, oh, yeah, that's blah, blah, blah. <laughs> well, that's really funny you say that because I'm, as you said that, I was thinking there's so many people who wouldn't know how their families write. Mm-hmm. That, that would, is true. It would almost be like yeah. a fun game to like guess <laughs> who did at the very end, having it all together. Who what? Guess who wrote what? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so these are just some fun solstices celebration ideas that uh, we were hoping to share with you today and uh, help make your solstice celebration a little brighter this year.
1: Something else that we, we've we done in our group that's super fun is face painting. Oh, right. The light and the dark. So mm-hmm. you have black face paint and white face paint and you have, you know, you could do this in your family cause you're in your little pod, <sighs> but you guys could you know, you can uh, face paint like designs uh-huh um black and white you know just honoring and we did it in we do it in silence we do um and so and it feels really good to have your face touched it's really nice it's lovely and then it's really cool to just kind of you know many <laughs> it's funny on many many circle nights and then i'll drive home and like people will look at me and i'm
0: like what's the deal and i forgot i have paint on. right all i know over. i always hope i'm not going to get pulled over yeah. on the way home from those events <laughs> Like, uh, yeah, officer, I was just to sing. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> white and dark, black and white. Right. You get this? <laughs> just honoring both, honoring both. <laughs> uh, but yeah, face painting is one of the things that we do. And the other thing is sitting in the dark and silence. Mm-hmm. And really, you know, that's a practice you can do in a solitary way as well. Um, is just taking intentional time to sit quietly in the dark. And if you can do it really, really in the dark, like turn off your electronics, turn off, You know, Mm -hmm. any exterior lights, maybe even put an eye cover on and just sit in that blackness and what comes up, what comes up, Mm -hmm. you know, what do you find for yourself there as you focus on your breath and then um, coming back to the light, lighting a candle and Mm -hmm. letting that kind of be this, this beacon, you know, and then noticing what happens for you there. And then maybe journaling about that. Nice. I think I wrote about that in my newsletter last week, actually, as a practice, to do moving up to solstice
1: yeah i mean i think that writing i've been feeling the writing itch like i'm not much of a writer like i know that emily you're like journal 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 and i know i love journaling but i just rarely do it i don't even know why but i have this around this time of year if i you know when i wake up early i have this feeling of like i just want to sit with my cup of coffee and just journal like Mm. uh i haven't done it yet but (laughs) The feeling is there. The the feeling feeling is is really there. (laughs) (laughs) I can even see myself doing it, but I don't do it anyways. I will. It's, it's definitely really, um, just the inward feeling. Right. Of the solstice to be able to
0: express yourself. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Moving in. Into the darkness. So you can reclaim the light. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's a lot of traditions. Um, around solstice and actually i think what might be kind of fun is maybe next week we could talk about yule since a great idea it's, it's kind of like the just following the wave right mm-hmm. so the solstice is this pinnacle and then yule follows after yep. that and talking about the traditions of that so let's do it sounds like a plan <laughs> man well that's all i got for solstice today i think that's it for me too great <laughs> This is so fun. You guys, thank you for, um, for hanging out with us. And, uh, I definitely feel a different vibration of energy as Veronica and I are actually in person, mm-hmm. albeit very far from each other. Um, we have very long <laughs> microphone cords, just kind of cool. I'm very grateful. <laughs> yes, I know me too. And, um, we might be slightly muffled cause we're masked, but, uh, it definitely shifts the energy to be in presence versus, Uh, virtual Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) virtual reality yeah we can read each other a lot better that's for sure i know i know
0: there's no delay (laughs) it's really nice yeah it's so cool
1: (laughs) thanks for joining us i hope you have a wonderful solstice
0: yes we appreciate you and uh enjoy this holiday season however it is that you choose to (laughs) celebrate it and just remember there is a crack in everything and that's how the light gets in be well Thanks for tuning in to The Witch Next Door. You can help others find us by subscribing to and rating this podcast. If you're interested in supporting this work, you can do so through the Anchor support link in our description. And if you're ready to dive a little deeper, hop on over to wisewomanwitchery.com and check out the Wise Woman Witchery Diving Deeper monthly membership group. The details and sign-up link are available there. And remember, you are magic. Embrace it. Thank you for joining us on The Witch Next Door. Join us next week as we explore more ways to make every day more magical. Can't wait? Visit WiseWomanWitchery.com or follow Wise Woman Witchery on Facebook and Instagram. To stay up to date on all current offerings and be a part of the tribe. All episodes are created by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade Lewis. Music written and performed by Jean Cornelius.